At home with a lifetime of stories and songs People we've met and places we've gone Along the way found where and how we belong At home with a lifetime of stories and songs Welcome to more songs and stories from home Podcasts that give voice to songs with stories And stories with songs written and being written over the course of a lifetime Often illuminating the journey we all make Together and alone Finding our way home. One Love and Two Lives, Part Two. There are challenges in sharing personal moments with the world, like remembering why we're doing what we're doing when we're doing it. In 2022, May 28th and May 29th were the Saturday and Sunday of Memorial Day weekend and Spokane was busy and alive with activity. We stopped by the house I grew up in. The people who lived there now weren't home. The neighbor came over and asked what we were doing on the sidewalk with a camera and a guitar. We offered her an explanation and our personal information, which she accepted with a nod and a shake of her head. It turned out my dad's office had been torn down, so there was no stopping by there. We couldn't get into the church where our family went when I was growing up, so Pat and I did our remembering in the church parking lot. Throughout, it was important to remind each other to take what we were doing seriously, but not ourselves, while telling each other how much my folks liked to laugh and might have found some of what we were doing pretty entertaining. And this is the house I grew up in. We moved in when I was seven, walked to grade school just around the corner. Moved out when I was 18. It was great to have grown up in such a stable environment and then learned that lesson about the inevitability of change and how quick it can happen. The first stop after the viewpoint was the house that I grew up in. My parents sold it the summer I graduated from high school, so I was never able to come back to it, which might be part of the reason it remains haunted in a good way, with the dreams and memories, ghosts of childhood. We sang this song in front of the house, and then we left one rose petal on the sidewalk. So much of who I am I first found in this house and yard. No matter where I've gone from here, I've never been that far. From that young boy, those hopes, those fears, and all that would await. Standing, peering out from here, before opening the gates. It was a special magic place, my land of make-believe. A place I cannot go back to or ever really leave. Home to my first memories and all those childhood dreams. I close my eyes and let my heart see what it wants to see. 
And for a moment, I just rub my eyes And it's like it was before Somehow I think I see my folks They're standing by the door Where could all the time have gone? How did it get so late? I take one last long look back Before opening Opening the gates We stopped by what had been my dad's office for 25 years. He was a successful physician. His patients loved him, in part because he had that gift the one where whoever he was with knew that at that moment they were the most important person in the world to him. That at that moment there was nowhere else he wanted to be. No one else he wanted to be with. In many ways my dad was and will always be my hero. Though over the years I've come to realize that he was a man of his time. And he could be selfish, and he had some blind spots, and he needed to deny the role that mental illness played in the family. I also came to realize that the things that I admired most about him are not when he was on top of the world, but who he was when the world weighed most heavy on him. How he continued to, to get up every day and do what needed to be done, not sure of the outcome. The only thing for sure is if he didn't get up and do the work, the world was going to crush him. One day, when my brothers and I were kids, Dad brought home a, an album of Andrew Carnegie talking about his philosophy of life. Carnegie became famous for a book he wrote called How to Win Friends and Influence People. A quote Carnegie is known for is, two men look from the same prison bars, one sees the mud and the other the stars. In many ways, that was my dad. That was my old man. Oh, and uh, another thing in this song, that uh, one, when he was asked how he was doing, he would always say, great, I'm great. Two men looking from the same prison bars One saw the mud and the other the stars Looking at the stars That's my old man And two men working the whole day long One was complaining One was singing a song Singing a song <laughs> That's my old man taught me greatness in life and he showed me how to sing but most of all he gave me a point of view that's my old man two men given an equal fate one said why me the other just said great 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 says my old man and looking at the great life feast One can't decide what to take One can't get enough to eat Getting fat That's my old man My 
best I'm ever gonna meet He taught me greatness in life And he showed me how to eat But most of all he gave me a point of view That's my old man Most of all he gave me a point of view That's my old man Central Lutheran Church, a church where we went as a family every Sunday. Like a lot of things, in a lot of places, it seems a little smaller now. We stopped by the church where we went as a family when I was growing up. Over the years, one of the gifts of travel has been the chance to visit so many different kinds of sacred places, places of worship, Shinto shrines, Buddhist temples, Muslim mosques, Jewish synagogues, Christian churches, or places that predated all of it, like Newgrange in Ireland, or the Kalanish Stones on the Isle of Lewis, Mesa Verde in Colorado. For me, there's, there's always been something special about places and things built by humans to reach up and to reach out and to reach towards something beyond our grasp. And while I stand in awe of all those places, I think, I think I'll always be most at home in churches because it's where I grew up, going to church, Sunday school, every week as a family, with the traditions and the music. The music leaving a deep and abiding imprint. One song that holds a special place for me and so many others. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. I was blind, but now I see. It's one of those songs to soothe the soul and touch a heart. Through the years it has played a special part. In triumphs and in tragedies it always comes to mind. And we sing Amazing Grace one more time And this weekend at the end of May We have come back to town Remembering my parents And honoring them somehow With prayers, roses and music And this one last goodbye We will sing Amazing Grace One more time was grace that taught my heart to fear and grace my fear released a precious deed that grace appeared the hour I first believed when we've been there 
in thousand years, bright shining as the sun. We've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first began. It's one of those songs to soothe the soul and touch my brothers and I left home, my parents continued to go to church. The last years of my dad's life, they, they came here to Plymouth Congregational. It's where we went for that Easter service after the concert 25 years ago. My mom, who was instrumental in promoting the concert, she took the appreciation of many in the congregation who had enjoyed the show the night before. My dad stayed in the background and enjoyed watching his wife take it all in. One of the gifts that my mom gave me from the day I was born until the day she died was she prayed for me. And though I don't necessarily believe in the power of prayer. I do believe in those who do. And my mom was a true believer. And to think she prayed for me every day continues to bring a tear and a smile. Every day she prayed for me. It's still hard for me to believe from the morning I was born every day she prayed for me and I'm happy to say the line remains unbroken I was talking to my friend Milt Jones who is now the head of Christian Relief Fund and and I told, her what, I told him what my mom did and how even in my 70s I was going to miss someone praying for me. And he said, no problem. I'll pray for you every day. So thanks, Milt. Thanks, Mom. Speaking of thank you, as we celebrate these couple of days, remembering my dad 25 years after the, he died and remembering my mom on what would have been her 100th birthday and on those days together celebrating who they were together. There was, a, there was a time when my mom dealt with physical pain in a way that she didn't think that she was going to live to be 70. And as she put it, some days she wanted the pain to stop in ways that she might have welcomed it into at all. For her 70th birthday, I wrote this song, starting with a most important thought that she'd lived long enough to see her grandchildren born. Thank you, Lord, for giving me time to hold a grandchild of mine for loving me so long, so well so I could learn to love 
myself Thank you Lord For standing by me Giving my life Harmony For guiding hand For hearing prayers For constant faith for being there. Thank you, Lord, for one more day to sing, laugh, and dance, to love, to pray for all the things I'm thankful for. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for watching or listening to more songs and stories from home. Come back next time for part three of One Love and Two Lives. Knowing you're welcome here at home with a lifetime of stories and songs.